I'm Daryl. I'm Sean, a.k.a. Cat. The winner, Soto. And you're listening to the Gems on Marvel. Wow, nice, dude. Zip it, Dan Lee. We just watched episode three of WandaVision. And overall, what do we think? I love the episode. I feel like there was a lot going on, a lot to unpack in this episode. And it basically kind of told us what's going on and not so many words. So I knew the two of you were going to go the pro route. So I'm going to just play devil's advocate. I haven't said Um, anything yet. So what does (laughs) he mean we're both going the pro route? (laughs) Hey, I thought I was going third, but can I go? <laughs> I haven't said anything. Go, go ahead. Yeah, I feel like uh, the third episode was also filler, and I feel like uh, we got the whole trailer in the third episode. <laughs> All right. I, I think the third episode, I liked it the best of the three. I think that that last week for the premiere, they should have released all three of these episodes. Because I really feel like if people watch just like they did last week, if they just watched the first two, I think a lot of people were turned off because they were like, yo, what the fuck is going on? But once you see this episode, that's the hook. Once you once you see the end of it, that's that's when you're like, OK, this is a Marvel Studios production. Yeah, things are going down. Yeah, yeah. But I definitely think that it should have been released last week. Um I think that it did it no service pushing it back. I'm kind of opposite. I actually like the divide because the two black and white episodes, I couldn't, I don't think I could have watched three episodes, two black and whites in one color back to back and been tuned in. Like I like how we had the two black and white episodes. We got a week to digest that. And then where the aspect ratio and all that starts to snap in this week. So I was worried about filler. That's that's going to be my uh, my point in this uh, podcast, this episode. Um, you made a point, Daryl, about how these three could have been released. And the reason why you can say that is because we got three episodes of a lot of filler. But it's world building and it's cool and it's nice. Yes, it was a good episode. But again, the medium that they're using, they, they just put a whole uh, childbirth in one episode. You think that they would be able to use more liberties in this format, but... Um, let's hope it's it's because of storytelling. Yeah, it's definitely because of storytelling. Like the first three episodes are definitely the first act of this entire thing. So it ended like the first act of a movie would end. Yeah, you know, it gets that big reveal where we're going to see things take a turn. You know, so it's it served its purpose. It did exactly what it was supposed to do. Um, I'm very interested in the next episode. I kind of think that that's going to be probably uh, what you're looking for, Buck, the flashback where we're going to see how we got to this point. You know, that's that's the, the feeling that I'm getting from the way this one ended. Because when the aspect ratio goes wide again, if I'm remembering in the first episode, it goes small and it doesn't go wide again until the end. And then I think the next episode starts with it shifting back down. So I think that it remains whatever the aspect ratio is until we see it increase or decrease. Um, do we got anything else like overall raw feelings about it or we want to just like dive into like breaking down certain things and talking about it? I'm ready to dive in. Let's dive, let's dive. So the episode starts off with basically like a Partridge Family Brady Bunch 70 sitcom intro. 
Um, one thing that really stood out to me, there is hella hexagons in this show. Like in the beginning, we noticed it and it was all right, you know, whatever. But now it's, it's super emphasized in this one. You see the hexagons in the intro, you see mm. them throughout the episode all the time. So um, any theories on what these hexagons could be about? Hex magic, maybe uh, anything? That's the first I'm actually hearing about it. I'd like you to go even further. Um, I mean, all I really got is, is okay, I haven't watched the episode multiple times. I think I watched it probably one and a half. I haven't really paid attention to it the second time I watched it. Um, but the, the hexagons are all over the place now. And I have to pay attention because I'm wondering if any of the women or anybody in the show has any hexagons on them. Because if they're if they do, then I would my connection would be maybe the hexagons symbolize that that person is under Wanda's spell. Because Agnes doesn't have hexagons and Herb doesn't don't have any hexagons, and they seem to be more aware of what's going on. But I mean that's that's all I can infer from it at the moment. I don't have anything else beyond that. I'm at rewatch it and notice that. Uh, I feel like there's no reason to rewatch it. I think they gave us everything pretty straightforward. The whole episode is like bottled because they're in the living room for most of it. And uh, like I said, the the biggest reveals in my eyes, they finally said the uh, the kids' names. We finally got the two uh, young Avengers, Billy and Tommy, Wicked and Speed, and um, yeah, that to me that was the most telling. Um, a lot of it was uh, trailer shots, like the shot of her getting sent out of the uh the void out of uh wandavision was in the trailer and then the shot of the babies them holding the babies was in the trailer i mean all in all there wasn't really too many telling things in this episode like one thing i loved about it we kind of got you're kind of getting a sample a, a true sample of wanda's power that we never really got in um the avengers movies like she's almost god tier level Ron is powerful, yeah. We see Herb glitch when he's cutting past the shrubs onto the to the fucking bricks. But I feel like that meant something when Herb did that. That's like, all right, it's like an analogy for Herb cutting through the reality of what's going on. Because you see when Vision looks at him like, Herb, you, you're overcutting the shrubs. Yeah, no, let's keep cutting. It's like, all right, you're trying you're trying to cut into the reality that Wanda made. Yeah, and then when, when Vision steps outside and comes back in, in a matter of seconds, Wanda goes from four to six months pregnant. Yeah. Like, the way that shit advances, it's definitely for the children. And, like, one of the things that's interesting is on the rewatch of the other episodes, you notice that every advancement in her relationship with Vision comes by the suggestion of Agnes. Agnes. Every single thing. Agnes suggests, oh, like, oh, you're married. Well, I don't see a ring. You know, what's a single gal like you doing here? You know, suggesting mm -hmm. to her marriage. And then as she's talking to her on the way to uh, Daddy's, she says to her, oh, Daddy's the key to everything here. And starts naming different things, school mm -hmm. admissions. She makes all the suggestions. So yeah, I definitely think that she's guiding her. Yeah, she's definitely guiding her in some manner. Definitely. So there's a couple of things I wanted to touch on from what we were talking about last week. Um, I think Herb might go into that theory of being a sword agent because you saw he cut, he stopped himself. He said, we, she, like, she may not have a home here, but we are. And then this chick, uh, 
Agnes stopped them from finishing the sentence. I think at the end of that sentence are sword agents. Like we are sword agents. I'm a, I'm a, we are trapped. I'm gonna go back to what I said before. I don't think any of them are sword agents. The only one I think was a sword agent was Monica. That's the only one. I think the rest of them are all trapped there. Yeah, I'm starting to think that too. I'm starting to think that that Wanda recognized the sword agents, and and I think that that it's because she doesn't want Vision to become aware. Because every time Vision suspects something, she changes shit. Yeah, the reality changes. Yeah, they're not on the same page. So I'm questioning if she created Vision. Or if that's just his body rebuilt and, and she did something to bring him back to life. I, I think I, she created him. I don't know because he, he has his own sentience. It's weird. True. Um, but I definitely get the vibes that that every time Vision gets suspicious. Like, it wasn't because she saw the beekeeper. It was because Vision was like, what is this? That's why she said no and took it away. Mm. You know, and then uh what is it in the third episode when vision starts asking questions but something's wrong and he sits down she it glitches back yeah she rewinds it yeah because she's erasing it she's like nah we're gonna be as happy as possible stop questioning our happiness you know that's the vibe i'm getting from it so now i'm really wondering is Wanda the villain of this entire series? Is there, there probably isn't any Mephisto. There probably isn't any Nightmare. It's probably just Wanda. I don't know. I feel like um, Agatha's husband is Mephisto because the statement she makes. She goes, he looks better in the dark or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I got to agree there. I think uh, the Dottie was a misread and that the husband apparently now might be something. Okay. Yeah, I mean... It's definitely set up like that. I mean, it's it's a classic sitcom trope, talk talking shit on the husband that you never mm. see. Um, so I mean, if he is Mephisto, I mean, I I think it's set up though. Like we would see that coming a mile away, wouldn't we? Yeah. Well, but- the crazy shit is that uh, when you see this chick get expe- ex- expelled from uh from the world. It's daytime inside, but then it's nighttime outside. So there has to be a power. Like she might be controlling the world on God level inside, but there has to be another power protecting her. Because if you look, they have all these type of uh, lights pointed towards this dome that's fucking pretty big. I mean, they finally gave us that zoomed out shot. Yeah, I feel like the lights are just there to just just to be there because the sword the sword agents are surrounding the town. So the lights are just there just to put just to be there. Because when you look at when Monica gets knocked the fuck out, whatever fucking clothes that she had in that alternate reality, they came to this reality. Like them shits really existed. So wait, you don't think that Wanda's capable of making something that big? No, I think she is. No, not That's you. what I'm saying. All right. So if you if you're gonna do world manipulation, that type of energy that we're gonna talk about eventually when they show us this dome. You know, that could be something else. That could be otherworldly. But you don't think Wanda's capable of that? If she's capable I, I gotta of, see. If she's I gotta capable see. of altering reality on a on a universal scale, I think she's capable of that. I'm just saying, if she's stumbling into this, we don't know her, her full awareness either, though. She's changing things, but she's also surprised. You know, she don't know the kids see, were about to come in a day. See, she was I feel like she was speeding up reality, but at the same time, when all that nutball shit was happening, that was going on every time she had a contraction. 
but she was lose she was losing control of her powers, and things were right. Bad. And you don't you don't think that would affect the dome? You know, I feel like that could be an outside source. Well, I kind of feel like the the shit going haywire during the pregnancy. I kind of think that that was uh, Wiccan from the womb doing shit. Oh wow, Joel said that too. Yeah, I don't necessarily think that that was. What she know about Wiccan? No, she was like, "Is that the baby?" Okay, I was like, "Oh, I don't necessarily think that that was Wanda. I think that may have been Wiccan." But I definitely, well, I definitely think that um, I don't think Wanda's doing the dome. I don't think that. I I definitely am in agreement with you. I definitely think that there there may be an outside source because the best way to to control someone is to feed their wants, and that's pretty much exactly. She's getting her marriage, her life with vision. She's getting her kids, all this and full control. Yes. So yeah, there there's definitely somebody furthering her along and are we under the assumption that it's Agnes or Agatha Harkness? I think it's Agatha but she's working somebody's for having her do it yeah someone she's under control she's working for someone else because if you remember when her and Agatha was talking to Vision and they were talking about Monica they're saying like she basically don't belong here like they're 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 hitting to him like yeah she doesn't belong here but she she doesn't have a house like she she shouldn't be here yeah because she's gonna fuck up our shit yeah okay do you think that that's what it was or do you think that they were scared of Wanda no I think they knew I think they're all they're all Herb and Agatha know more than what's going on than I think anybody because every time Herb could be uh, no I doubt that. Because Agatha shut his shit down. Every time when he's about to say something to Vision, Agatha's like, look at him, like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, this like, is- she gave, like, she gave him that look, like, you're not supposed to say anything. All right, so Agnes is omnipotent. So the the idea that she kind of knows that shit's happening, they, the first thing that she said was about uh, Geraldine. <laughs> the first thing she said is about Geraldine, nothing about the kids that were just born, which was weird. Wait, I don't think she. No, she. Agatha, Agatha didn't know the kids were being born yet. It happened. It was in there. No, so no she, Agatha was outside the entire time. She didn't know no, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So she knows that things are happening, but she doesn't know enough. Like she doesn't. She doesn't know anything about the kids as of yet. Or she's not letting on just yet. Because if it is all for the children, you know, you're not going to spook her. I guess they don't want sword interfering either. Nah, well, I mean, if whatever they want Wanda for, they definitely don't want sword interfering, you know. But I don't know, because now I'm thinking about moments from the trailer where you see Agnes say, are you here to help us? So it, who's she talking to? She's, it doesn't, it's not clear who she's speaking to. It's definitely not Wanda, I wouldn't think. Um, but I don't know. And I got another theory, the Dottie shit that you said. Like, as I'm watching the second episode, I'm thinking, I'm like, yo... Dottie's the key to everything and it's all women and they all say for the children like a cult. I'm wondering mm-hmm. if all those women are witches. Could be. A covenant? Oh, they're the ones summoning Mephisto and, and, and yeah. trying to break down, like the town is really a fucking witch town or some shit? Yeah, that's 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 what I was kind of thinking. Oh, it's kind it of could crazy. be a covenant. 
Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking. And and she and they know Wanda is that witch. I like how we got a nod to Wanda's sister. Polaris. Wait, we got a nod. Where when do we get a when, nod? Remember when they were talking remember they were talking about the um the kids? And she's like, what happened if it's a girl? What you think that's a nod to Polaris? Yeah. How? Bro, that's that's I, I I'm telling you, I think that's a nod to Polaris. That's the when you look at anything inside one inside their their story arcs in the comics, that's the only explanation I can come up to for them mention a girl. Man, that might be a Kevin Durant type reach, bro. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. that that that's comment you just crazy. made about Dottie is pretty crazy. I'm thinking when they give us that flashback of how they got into this mess, they could have all been like in a circle around her saying like some type of spell or some shit. And then it just broke out into this big world and they can't control it. Now it's getting out of their hands. And then finally Mephesto reveals himself and it gets bigger. Because I'm trying to remember, did they yeah. give a name when he said that? When he said what? What happened if it's a girl? No. They didn't give a name. Yeah. See, that's what I'm thinking with this, this witch shit. Like, like that because daddy said i know all about you and your husband you know what i mean she's very suspicious of wanda like yeah agnes said you're cool but i don't know if i really fuck with you you know what i mean that's the vibe i'm getting from daddy but i also saw daddy glitch that's the part that throws me off yeah like it she glitched if she didn't glitch i'd be like 100 this theory has i'd be like yo it's gospel but I, I don't I don't know because of that glitch that throws me off. Me they could have started with control of her and then at this point they're realizing, oh, we don't have any control. Because you've seen the worry on Agnes's face. She, you know, she kind of turned the smile on at the end when she was leaving. But like that was a more serious acting tone that she took these three episodes. Yeah, yeah. She yeah, because I'm yeah. Yeah, I really like and their the acting of all the actors in the show as well, how it's basically progressed through each episode because acting has evolved from the 50s through the 70s at this point. Um, so that's just really cool. Um, uh, a lot of touching moments in this episode. Uh, when, when Wanda gives birth to, well, when Monica delivers Tommy in Wanda's holding him when vision walks in and she says don't you want to meet your son as yourself like that's pretty touching like i usually like like buck gets gets they pull buck's heartstrings these marvel movies and, and all. hey yo you're like this the fucking uh <laughs> the tin man with no heart and shit yeah yeah but i but wandavision on on a couple occasions has got oh. it's a nice love story and it's it's so tragic because we yeah and that's that's the part that's really like getting at me. But when she yeah. said that to him, I was like, "Yo, that's that's dope." And then she hands it to hands the child to him, and the music swells up. And then she breaks that with screaming because she's going into contractions for Billy. That part was cool. That was that, that was, was a good laugh. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Um, just hearing the names Tommy and Billy that got me hyped for the episode. I was real excited for that because it's like, "Yo, this shit's really happening." Yeah, it's the best part. You know, um, yeah, that part. Oh, no, the commercial. Let's talk about that. Hydra Soak. Now, that's the same actress from the first two commercials, right? I don't know. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, the phrase, find the goddess within. Now, are we thinking that that's the first one is struck is is Stark with first one Stark. Forget your past. Poster. This is your future. Which mm-hmm. forget your past because your parents are dead. Shit is blown up. You're on a completely different path now for your future. Then we get to Strucker. He always has time for you. I, that I'm a little fuzzy on how that correlates. But Strucker is where they ended up. Now we get Hydra Soak with um find the goddess within now i would say that's the mind stone manifesting her latent x gene because i'm sticking with that theory i'm uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely on that theory that's why i feel like we're gonna get like a this is like a, a house of m episode but it's gonna be a twist it's you think house of m it's, i mean not, not this is gonna be a house of m this is gonna be a house of m but we're gonna get a twist like they're gonna change it up like I'm, I'm sticking with that. I'm, I'm not changing that. We're getting House of M, but they're going to change it. I, I think we're getting. I think we're going to get little bits of House of M, but so far, really, it's really Vision and the Scarlet Witch. That series that I read that came out. Mm-hmm. That's really what this series is so far. Yes. I feel like this is going to be Marvel's way of getting mutants into the MCU. They're going to do House of M, but instead so of I, no more mutants, they're going to ask for more. So she's going to find out what she is in this series. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, confirm my theory about the Agnes story when the two kids come in before House of M, like the how, the precursor basically to House of M, because I feel like uh, they're doing everything at a fast pace so that by the end of this show, you can literally do a, something and call it House of M. Like, uh, it'll be the jump off point. Yeah, or this, this entire... Uh event is going to be dubbed house of M. you know like what if all yeah. little mini events that are going on they're going to have actual titles to go along with them you know that's this spider-man 3 and dr strange and the multiverse of madness may just be collectively known as that you know that's that's definitely the vibe i'm getting um uh, cool comic nods when the shit's going crazy in the kitchen, they strike the pose of Vision. yeah, that was great. One that was pretty cool. And in the comics, in issue 12 of that same series, when the babies are being delivered, and it's crazy because Doctor Strange delivers the kids in the in the book, they can't detect Billy either. So they did the same thing in the show. So that was really cool. That was a cool little nod there. Um the doctor leaving small towns hard to escape. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's aware somewhat that he's in that dome because Wanda definitely manifested his car breaking down. Yeah. She was like, I'm delivering in my, I know I need a doctor here. So she basically did that shit. So that, that was interesting. Um, Wanda speaking of Pietro was crazy singing in Sokovian and waking Monica up. Her saying Ultron. Um, uh, that got me when she said Ultron. I was like, wow. All right. it, I was like, this is it. We're, we're going into the, the MCU section that we're familiar with now. Finally. But yeah, the Pietro nods were great. Um, Sokovia was great. Uh, the sword emblem being everywhere. She's like, yo, what's that? Get that shit out of here. And that's the only person we've seen the sword emblem on was her. So that's why I don't think definitely. Yeah, besides the beekeeper, but I don't think anyone else inside the that vicinity is a sword member. And then the helicopter. 
So, yeah, there's only been minor breaches, as it seems. Because they're pretty deep out there. I thought, see, look, in the trailer shot, we were speculating that um, the tent could be covering up whatever the fuck was going on. But really, it's a whole <laughs> it's the whole world. And then the tent and everything is set up outside of it. You know, so that was a good confirmation to finally get. Yeah, she took over a town. That's basically what happened. And the town is ironically named Westview in the real world as well, which is kind of crazy because Wanda for Wanderer who goes west and View and Vision are basically the same thing. So that's that's pretty pretty interesting that they actually kept the actual town's name uh, because everybody that's in there, I don't think it's any of their real names. I think their names in there or whatever Wanda wanted to give them. Uh, when Monica hesitates and says Geraldine, I think it's because she didn't have a name yet. And um, in the beginning of episode two, we hear that the knocking and and is it confirmed that it was just the tree branch hitting the window that whole time when she opens up the blinds? I believe so. I don't think it was anything else. I think I we were speculating it. it was something else. Okay. But when we hear the thudding later and she goes outside and finds the helicopter, that's when Monica gets in. Because I think every time you hear a thud, that's when someone's breaking the barrier. Because you hear that thud once, she goes outside, finds the helicopter. Later on, Monica pops up. At the end of the episode, you hear that thud once. They go outside. That's when the beekeeper comes out. So I think if those early ones in the episode weren't that, then... There's no, there were only two sword uh, members in the dome at the time. Well, you just gave me a theory, actually, going off of what you're saying. Uh, what if it was her unit, a two, uh, like a two to four man team that got in with the helicopter? And then, you know, the beekeeper being one, she was being the other. Uh, we'll find out, you know, maybe there's two more. And that was just the team, the, the infiltration team that got stuck in there. So when they go out there and she's telling command and telling Wu and all of them what the hell is going on, they may have to come in with like a bigger force, hence uh, rendering the, the world uh, obsolete, I guess. Because do you think when they cross over, they remember who they are, their, their minds are theirs until they see Wanda? With strangers help, maybe. No, no I, mean, I mean, like, okay, uh, Monica got in. Monica knew, all right, I got to find Wanda Maximoff. And she's going around, she's on her mission. But as soon as she ran into Wanda and Wanda saw her, Wanda changed her into Geraldine because she was mm. like, I don't know this one. Let me give her something. Because if that's the case, then there could very well be other people in there that are sword agents. Because I wasn't, because I was kind of under the impression that as soon as people got there, immediately their whole shit changed. Well, it's funny because we didn't even meet the beekeeper yet. So she just re- she rewinded his ass right out of right out of space and time. Oh, yeah. She sent him back out because she recognized that sore logo. It made vision uncomfortable. So she was like, nah, let's rewind this. But going back to her mentioning uh, Pietro. All right. Evan Peters is rumored to be in this shit from the Fox X-Men first class trilogy universe quadrilogy universe all right i'm thinking he's in this show and i'm thinking he's pietro from another universe i'm thinking that wanda tries to bring her brother back and instead brings one from another universe over 
Yeah, that's pretty wild. Um, that goes off the rumors you guys were talking about earlier about Fastbender being casted as Magneto. That she doesn't she doesn't become the daughter of one of of Magneto. She brings her father into it, not realizing what she was doing. She brings her brother and father from another universe over here to have this moment with them. To have this mo have this oh uh, reunion with the babies. I wish my dad was here. I wish my my mom was here. You know. But then they have to go. Well, that's the that's the house at M effect. Wait, um, but see, but see, to do that, you would need Fastbender in this. At, yeah. at the end, by the end. I don't know. I don't. You think they could keep Fastbender under wraps? Yeah, well, check this out. You just gave me another idea. So you bring them in at the end by accident. And then you do one more world change. And this time, it's not episodes. This time, it's your House of M moniker. It's your story. It's your world-bending story that by the end of it, she has to lose her kids and lose her shit. Like, you get an older speed and, and Wiccan. Well, and you can do all these things. That there's no more uh, switching and dipping because she finds one she actually likes. One that everyone's there. Her her world, her favorite. It looks like she's looking for something. A balance between what she had and what she wants. And uh, she hasn't found it yet, as you can see. By the end of this episode, she doesn't care who sees what. By her powers and all this crap. She don't give a shit. And then we might realize by the end of this uh, show, her most comfortable time or decade is the current decade. The one where she came from. So we'll see. It's going to get, I feel like it's going to get crazier, but they haven't given us literally nothing. Nah, all this episode did, it makes you, it just adds more speculation to events from the previous episodes. Yeah. Look at certain things a little bit differently. Um, Like it, it definitely made me look at the beekeeper completely differently. It made me say, oh, okay. it made me look at all her interactions with Vision differently. Whenever he questions shit, she's not with it. You know, it, it showed me that she's definitely in control. So I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting. I'm on board. I'm on board. But it's definitely it's just the first act of a series. That's that's all it was. And they should have just let all this shit out last week. Right. I hate to be that guy saying we're not getting enough, but we're not getting enough. Uh, I waited two weeks for this now. And I don't feel like I, if I would have waited to binge everything, I don't feel like I would have been at a loss. <laughs> no, no, it's a binge show. It's definitely, I think it's a Ben show. I don't think it's a week-to-week series. Um, we'll see how they edit the subsequent episodes, but thus far, like, these three episodes, to me, don't work on a week-to-week thing, week-to-week basis. I don't, I don't think that's the way you do this. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Well, maybe they'll learn the lesson. You know, Marvel is all about growing. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe they'll see that the world is stream. Maybe bigger than a than a week but, by week. Oh nah, but it, it ain't up but, to them. It, it ain't up to them. It's nah, Disney. Disney. Disney ain't doing that shit. Disney doing weekly, nigga. They they want you locked the fuck in. That's it. <laughs> they, they, you paying for that streamers? <laughs> oh yeah. Because soon Wandavision ends, we get fucking Falcon Winter Soldier, which I, I I'm starting to look at might have been the better show to start with. It was supposed to start with that. It's familiar. It's grounded. Um. Yeah, it was supposed to start with that. But because all roads lead to multiverse and madness, this is this is why this was 
selected. But I mean, I definitely see. I mean, it's 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 going to be interesting. But what this is week two of what forty weeks of Marvel this year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can't be mad. I'm getting something new every week. That's that's forty good. weeks, forty minutes. Is that is that what we're doing here? Here's your here's your small dose. What forty weeks? I, I ain't understand that. Like this episode, it was, it was so short. <laughs> they they've all been this short. I know. <laughs> you supposed to like, keep me satisfied with that for a week. I was satisfied how it ended, bro. I'm like I'm, I'm satisfied with this episode. I'm like I'm looking forward to next week to see where, where, where we turn at. I feel like next week's maybe that Halloween episode. That's that's what you think. Next week is is the Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. I think next week is a flashback episode. I think next week we find out um, how Sword stumbled upon this whole thing. I don't think this is Wanda's flashback. I think this is Sword's flashback. I think this is this is how Monica infiltrated. We'll probably see the point where Monica gets thrown at her actually flying out of the dome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think this is going to take a break from Wanda and Vision. I'm not. I'm not. Uh... Certain. I was. I was thinking this is the turning point. Next week could be. They could filler us again. Um, we're running out of trailer shots, which is good. That's that's what I'm happy about. They used up a lot of the uh, footage we've seen already. Um, like he said, the Halloween scene we're still waiting for, and uh, the Vision and Agnes in the car scene, which comes much later because he's in full regalia by that point. Yeah. Yeah, the vision, the vision and Agnes car scene that looks like um, that looks like present day. That if if they're even still in sitcoms by then, that's definitely towards the end of the series. Um, but we still have to get through the eighties. So so the the Halloween stuff that's not for a little bit, because um, the next one is the the what is it that looks like Family Ties where we see Agnes with the hair tie and the, what are those called? Wigwams. Oh, no, I, I don't watch. I don't watch any uh, trailers for the next for the next week. No. They, what do you mean? Trailers. Said, for, I, I mean, don't, I don't watch. They don't do a trailer for next week. They don't do that. Well, as soon as the episode goes off, I turn that shit the hell off. Like, no, I don't want to know what's going on. These are the trailers that came out months ago. No, right. Thought, this is all I, old. Footage. I didn't know if there was something after the credits. Nah, nah. I'm talking about nah. the, the old oh. trailers. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was say if it's anything after the credits, I don't know. Soon as soon as I'm going to so there's nothing. Yeah, nah, nah. These are old trailers. Yeah, in old trailers, you see the 80s theme with family side. You see the scene that even looks like Roseanne, because because Wanda's got the big hair and they got the refrigerator with, with the B and the T on the refrigerator. But I don't know. All right, you think it was all filler? I see that I I can feel you. It's I don't think that it's all filler. I think it's just everything we've already seen. Yeah. Well, that goes back to what we were talking about uh, off camera a, a while ago about how Marvel shows a lot in trailers. By the by, the time something's about to release, you get pretty much every plot point. <laughs> yeah, they they show a lot in the trailers, but what they also do, what I've also noticed in, in a lot of their trailers, they 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 show you a lot of the the first part of a movie. Yeah. You know, like a lot of the trailer for for what was it, Endgame? I think a lot of it was beginning of the movie type shit. Um, so this they followed their same formula, yeah. You know, and put everything in the front. So 
I mean, I'm glad that pretty much from here on out, it's a bunch of shit that we don't. A know. bunch of new footage, exactly. I'm, I'm happy for that too. Yeah, so that's that's cool. That's cool. Uh, we still haven't seen Jimmy Woo. We still haven't seen uh, Darcy Lewis. So we still had him to look forward to. And I think next week is the episode we see them in. Like, I think from here on out, we may get a different perspective. I think you're right on that. Word. Now, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I don't think it's going to be nine episodes. I think it's only going to be six. Yeah, that's what I think it's going to be six. Yeah, and so, but I think they're going to be longer. Yeah, I think those are going to be 40 to an hour long, I think. Or 50 to an hour long. It's something like that, that they were saying. Like the when you when you wrap it all up for all of these series, I believe collectively they're all going to be six hours each. I was about to say, well, how, what's the running time so far for one division? Uh, we're up to sixty minutes. No, nah, no, nah, no, nah, we're past that. No, nah, because each episode is like twenty-two minutes. No, nah, so the, like... se- the second episode I want to say is almost a full half hour. Because it's 36 total, the runtime. The first one's 29. The the credits cut off. The, the show the show cuts on the credits like on, on minute 22. For the first you, episode, yeah. For the second for, episode, too. No. Look, bro. All I'm right. looking it up right now myself. Come on. Come, look, how many times do we have to go through this? I'm looking it up right now. All right. Look All it right. up. Look it up. It's 36, it says it's 36 minutes runtime. Let's see where it is good. Yeah, you're right. Okay, thank you. It's like an hour, fifteen minutes, my nigga. Like you make it sound like it's a big ass dip. This filler, all this, all this footage we've seen, all this, all this stock. You make a good point that they use it for the beginning of their shows. So all this new footage we're gonna see, they don't give us. Uh, they don't give us anything in the current times except when they're running towards the bubble in the trailer. So. You know, yeah, we, we haven't even looking seen that forward yet. to a lot of yeah, exactly. Well, we saw the one they gave. Yeah, us I'm saying we haven't seen the one with body. We haven't seen one with um Jimmy running to it. Right, and we ain't seen the one where they where they got the whips going towards it. So I'm I'm excited for that. And now that we've gotten all this out of the way, what we said last week, I'm saying again this week. Now it's time for this show to really grow. You know, because that's the magic of Marvel, right? It's the it's the universe effect. Well, we still have to get through the 80s, 90s, and 2000s. Because we saw the Roseanne one from the 80s. We saw the 90s one where they're in the Halloween costumes. And we still got to get through the current one. So there's still more sitcoms to get through before we wrap this shit up. So we're just out of it temporarily. We'll, we'll be back in. But we, we know where the audience is aware as well as some characters that there's something on the other side. So I think that speaks volumes about where we're headed. Anything else on this episode? Anything y'all noticed? Anything stand out aside from what we talked about? Anything y'all excited about? No, I think we covered everything. Like I can, I personally only watched it once. Only had time to watch it once. So it was like, I really do want to watch it again. See if there's anything else I miss. But from what I do remember, that's all I can. That's all. I feel like we went over everything. All right. Wait, how about Dr. Nielsen um, saying that, you know, to make it easy for women to understand how pregnancy works, they use fruit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. That shit was crazy. Touching on the times. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm like, yo, Marvel's authenticity is second to none. Um, I like the so Kellogg's box. You said what? 
I like the Kellogg's box. It's like one of the little things I noticed. Like they eat some real old school Kellogg's box. They did. I didn't even peep that. Yeah, I peeped that when we were watching it earlier. I'm like, oh shit, that's that's neat. So I just want to touch on uh, the fact that this was another filler. Uh, let's go Marvel, get it together, and that bring on Mephisto. It's time, you know. Give us the dark element. Let's see what. Let's see what's really making this world turn. Word. All right. Let's wrap this up. Um, final question: Are we getting the Young Avengers? I think so. After I seen what happened to Monica when she got knocked out the reality and on clothes are still real, them kids are real. Like we're getting Young Avengers. Like she 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 made them kids into reality. Like shit's gonna it's going down. Uh, I'm just gonna say they're gonna nod it to them a lot these next couple shows and movies. <laughs> so this whole thing uh, is about them. Right. They're going to do a lot of, a lot of nods to them. We might get the animated version of them, but <laughs> they may get a cartoon. And, uh, uh, by the time we see them, we're going to be the old guys at the movie theaters. If we're not already. Nah, there. Because I was about to nah, say, because, don't you think we nah, are? Because, <laughs> nah, they're, they're, speed, they're speeding it up. Like by, by the end of the show, they're going to be at a good age. Would you put them in a movie or a show? It all depends how Disney wants to do everything mm-hmm. right now. Disney Plus, exactly. So, so that shit is not even in the in the front of your mind. That shit's like way in the back, just like but Marvel. They, everything, coming, everything from the soon. show, everything is going from the shows is going to be in the movies. You see how young they casted Kamala, and you see how young they casted America. They're gonna, they're Kamala's gonna grow these kids. Kamala is young. What are you talking about? That's what I'm saying. So before these guys even come to a Young Avengers team, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna grow a bit. Bro, like we got they, time. Just, it's not coming soon. She just fucking manifest. She just went nine months in fucking hop in an episode. So how, yeah. how fast you think? So you don't think these kids can develop fast? This is gonna go. I'm telling you, this is gonna go lead us straight into House of M, where the kids are gonna be with their grandfather and their uncle and 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 Vision and mom and you know it's gonna be this beautiful house. It's gonna be uh, one umbrella. Of of Magnus, if they, or whatever they could call it, whatever they want, but um, and then whatever heroes they want to assemble have to be the ones that try to take her down. Boom, done. You got a show. You know this you is still move. recording, right? That that theory is on record now. You're sticking. Yeah, by yeah. It. I'm, I'm. I'll take it. I'll wear that. Okay, okay. You sticking by it? You wear that. <laughs> Goodness, I love that we do this now. All right. Um, I'm Daryl. I'm Sean, aka Cap, the Winter Soto. All right, Gems on Marvel, episode three. See y'all next week. Out.